this is Jan Swift, and you're listening to Discover Lafayette, a podcast dedicated to the people and rich culture of Lafayette, the gateway to South Louisiana. Our taping is made possible with the support of Raider, a hands-on IT service provider that integrates all of your needs for advanced technical support, effective communication options, and cybersecurity. Raider's motto is, you just want it to work. We understand. Please visit RaiderSolutions.com for more information. Support for this podcast also comes from HomeBank, providing mobile app and account notification technology to help customers detect fraudulent activity because security is knowing. Find more tips to bank securely at home24bank.com. HomeBank, member FDIC. Our guest today is Damon Vincent, owner of Unique Fitness in Lafayette. Damon has dedicated his professional career to helping athletes with special needs. His work with people of all backgrounds led him to partner with the Dreams Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to providing opportunities for individuals with special needs. In August 2020, Damon opened Unique Health and Fitness, Louisiana's first and only dedicated fitness and health center for unique individuals. Before we start our interview, though, I want to thank Alice Landry, who brought Damon's work to my attention. Alice's son, Hugo, has benefited greatly by working out at Unique Fitness. And here are Allison's words. My son, Hugo, has attended the gym for about six months. And in that short time, Hugo has become physically stronger. But more importantly, he's part of something. It's hard to reduce to words what being included means to a person with special needs. It's magic. Damon and his family make me proud to live in Acadiana. So Damon Vincent, I can't think of a better way for your life mission to be honored than those words by Alice. And you also have quite a story yourself about overcoming health challenges and excelling in professional mixed martial arts, which I need to learn more about. <laughs> You're an inspiration, and we're delighted to welcome you to Discover Lafayette. Thank you for joining us and sharing your story today. Thank you all for having us. Hearing yeah. those words gives me goosebumps. Isn't that something? And it, it's like always reignites the fire of why we do what we do. I you don't know, know Alice. Is, she's she's I, incredible. She is like the role model her and miss danielle with dreams they're like yeah. the role model parents moms of individuals with special needs i do know danielle <clears throat> and we'll talk about her more later because i know her son logan also but what an incredible story to not only have your own gym but to help individuals that really you know they just need a little guidance and they they're champions on their own they are yeah yeah we just uh i think that's one of the reasons that that, that led me to it, like what you just said, they're champions on their own. Like mm-hmm. a lot of these individuals that we work with, they already got it, like mentally. Like they're, they've been fighting their whole lives. They've been working so much harder than we all have their whole lives. They've not been able to make excuses their whole lives. And so when they come into the gym, it's just about equipping them with mm-hmm. the tools and the more so the opportunity to let that shine out. And I think that's why I, I love it so much. You know, it's just so much different than working with the general population. Let's look back on your life first. I know that you had some health issues on your own, and I don't really know what cortisol, what role it plays in a body, but 
you had some issues and you really didn't have to become an athlete, right? Right. Yeah. I was really not supposed to. Uh, so what it's, happened? it's called, uh, it's a genetic disorder called congenital adrenal hyperplasia, which is basically a, a fancy way of saying that my adrenal glands don't function the way a normal person's would. Because that's what gives you energy? It, gives you, like, you, uh, it produces cortisol oh. in your body and does two things. The main thing is it, it regulates other hormones. So to kind of give you a backstory, my mom noticed that this is, you know, personal, but I think it's kind of uh, helps you figure out what it is. At about three to three years old, two to three years old, my mom started noticing that I was having basically like going through puberty, body odor issues, anger issues. I was, you know, all muscled up. And my mom's like, why is my three-year-old so angry? Well, they brought me to the doctor. Thankfully, a local doctor here in Lafayette, Dr. Atwe, figured out that I was adrenal insufficient and my body was 11 years old. Like physically, I was 11. At that little? at a th In a three-year-old oh when I was three. And so uh, your, your adrenal glands are, are responsible for regulating testosterone, all mm -hmm. those other things, right? So my body was completely just out of whack. The other thing it does is if you get into a really stressful situation, a car accident, or you're sick, mm -hmm. anything like that, your body starts to produce adrenaline to help you stay alive. And my body doesn't do that. So you can imagine my mother, you know, I'm five, six years old wanting to play football. And my mom's like, no, absolutely not. You can't get hurt. No, you can't get hurt. Like, and so, you know, thankfully her and my dad, they ended up figuring out a way. And I mean, I played football, I raced dirt bikes. Like I've been, you know, mm -hmm. they just, they figured out a way to make sure I was, had the opportunities that a normal kid would. And I had to carry around, or my coaches had to carry around this red, fanny pack with my emergency kit in it. And I was always that kid yeah. who had the emergency kit, you know, like, Oh, don't, don't hit him too hard. He's going to need his, his medicine. You know, I was always that kid. And so I can kind of relate, you know, to what it's like. While we're talking about healthcare, I've got to think there weren't many kids that had your condition. So you were lucky to have good health care. I was. Your parents I was lucky. were lucky too, right? Yes. Yes. It's really, it's, it's definitely a rare disorder. It's come, it's a, uh, a lot more common now, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, I'm thankful to be in a place where like people, you know, somebody would tell somebody else about me. And so I've gotten a lot of people yeah. with a lot of parents with young kids with CH reach out to me mm -hmm. or my mom, you know, for advice, stuff like that, which is cool. But, um, yeah, thankfully we got involved with NIH, the national institutes of health yeah. in DC. And so I've been testing medication out for them, for them, oh. for like the cut, the most cutting edge medication available to individuals with CAH. Is that dangerous? It, it, the side point, effects. The point that I'm at is it's kind of a double edged sword. It's the best medication that you can get, but also they don't know the side effects. You yeah, know, like and what for, might happen. Yeah. So for me, and when I say this is not like completely new, it's just new forms of hydrocortisone. So hydrocortisone has been been around for forever. I'm sure mm -hmm. you know people. The, the, what we're doing is just testing different versions of it, like right. time released and st stuff like that. So, right. um, yeah, but it's been, it's been a, a crazy journey. We're just, we're blessed to be on the other side now. So where did you go to high school? North Million in Maurice. So you played football and you were a wrestler? That's right. I yes, mean, the, the two most impactful <laughs> sports you can be in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was, I, your, I was your dad just going, well, here we go? Yeah. Because yeah. your mom must have been like, I don't like it. Thank goodness. Thank goodness my dad really, really pushed her. And even, <laughs> you know, we raced dirt bikes for years too, which is no. another super dangerous. My dad's always been a, like kind of a gearhead guy, you know? So, um, so yeah, he just 
made sure, you know, mm-hmm. and it had its, like you said, the emergency kit came everywhere with me, you know, um, but it, it, I think it was, I'm very thankful that mm-hmm. they allowed me to do that because there was just so much character that was built, you know, mm-hmm. and like you talked about, like Miss Alice talked about like being part of something, you know, um, I can't imagine what my life would have been like without that. I'm thinking about what Alice Landry said, how there's nothing better than being a part of things. And so you, your parents allowed you to be a part of things. Is that, I mean, can you talk about what motivates you and then we'll get into what you're doing, but what motivates you to help others be a part of things? Yeah. Yes. That's, that is, I think sometimes whenever I think about my why with unique, we're rebranding to train unique, by the way, which I'm really excited about. When I think about my why with train unique, it's, it's almost like I wanted to provide a place of belonging in a community. And we do have many amazing communities in Lafayette who already do this, but I wanted to create one that was really focused on the communal aspect and the communal aspect of getting better together. Mm -hmm. Right. So yes, the gym is social. Yes. You're there to work out, but what it's really about is it's a group of people coming together all with the same end goal in mind, which is to be, fitter, healthier, Mm -hmm. stronger, more capable, more independent, especially. And so, yeah, that is a large motivation. It's almost like I'm a fitness professional. This is what I do and this is what Mm -hmm. I know. And so it's like, okay, I want to create a community where people can get better together. How do I know how to do that? A gym, right? a fitness program, a health program, right? Right. And so it's like, that's what I chose to exercise that mission, which is the Mm -hmm. mission of community, the mission of self-improvement, you know, all running together in the same way. And so it's, it's kind of cool. I'm really excited about the rebrand because the rebrand, um, it's gonna be called train unique and the logo it's kind of shaped. We're doing it with brand Russo here in oh, life. Yeah. yeah they're incredible. Yeah, they are. Um, but it's shaped, the logo is shaping up to look like a shield with T with the T and the U inside the shield, which represents our community. Like Super. Always superheroes, superheroes, always striving, right? Mm-hmm. Never giving up, right? Not making excuses and always just putting that, just picking up that shield every single day. Oh so I'm really excited to kind of embody that mm-hmm. a little bit more. I didn't even think to ask you, like, how did you train for this? You, you, you know, were active in high school. We're going to talk about your um, mixed media, <clears throat> mixed uh, martial arts work that you do, but how did you train? to train others? Like, how did you know how to do that? Yeah. So there's a lot of, there's a good bit of education out there more on the personal training mm-hmm. side. Uh, it's in, in our, in my world, it's called special populations. So you have general population, which would be, you know, your normal yeah. soccer mom, right? And you have athletic Slugs, population like me, yeah. <laughs> and then you have the special population, which includes everything from, um, the elderly to oh. adaptive athletes, like non-cognitive, non-developmental, and then on the cognitive side slash developmental side as well. And so really what I did, I got my my CSCS, my Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist, which is more geared towards athletes, actually. Mm-hmm. I took that and what I've known from, you know, training to be a, a mixed martial artist and all, you know, the, the, I've been training my whole life, you know, I took all of those things that I knew and I kind of meshed it together with some of the more specified training for adaptive athletes, cerebral palsy, traumatic brain injuries, spinal cord injuries, all those things. And as well as more of the sensory side, autism, Down syndrome. And I kind of meshed it all together to create Train Unique. And so now it's turning into 
almost its own genre, which is what I want, like a CrossFit. Right. Like its own style right. of fitness, which which uh, I'm really excited about. I think it can go far, you know. Um, but yeah, so the mix of my CSCS, my, my, my education, um, a lot of research and mm-hmm. learning on my own, attending seminars and all that, and then my own kind of my own flavor. Seems like your own, own heart. My yeah. own spice. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I, I really think we're, we've been doing it for about seven years now. And so I really think we're dialing in on the, mm-hmm. the formula of, of train unique. You're out on Verot school. Yes. Still, you're going to be staying there with the rebrand. Or? So we just purchased a facility, um, in partnership with gladiators Academy mm-hmm. and ignite fitness club, uh, on Digby Avenue, yeah, right yeah. next to Como high. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll still be right up the road off of Verot, mm-hmm. but, uh, you turn on Digby, like you're going to Como and right there on the right. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll rebrand to train unique. We're moving in there on Monday. Monday. And, yeah. So well, we're taping on Monday. What's today? August 8th. August 8th. So you're moving fit- next week. Well, I'm technically moving this week. My first day. Oh, you'll be open. My first day open and the new spots wow. on the fifteenth. And so yeah. I don't even know this when yes, I reached ma'am. out to yeah. you. Yeah, so we're we're super Gosh. thrilled. Tim Crater, uh, the owner of Gladiators Academy, um, approached me one night and I was, you know, you talk about God's providence, like we were we had been trying to move for six months. We're really getting tight in the little spot that I'm in. And so we've been trying to move. I looked at a spot on Johnson Street, thought it was perfect. It kinda mm-hmm. got swept out from underneath me. Tim randomly that's what that's where i do my mixed martial arts training okay. so i'm a, I'm, a, Gladiators. I'm a i'm a student of his and he's like hey we're buying the building do you guys want to jump in with us and uh yeah i yes. was like let's do it and so it's so incredible because when you think so tim uh, you don't seem like much of a mar- mixed martial arts fan but tim is i had to ask you what mm was a yeah. legend <laughs> he's a, a, a legend not only in martial arts but in, like in louisiana oh. like he's he's the first black belt in louisiana jiu-jitsu he's built this amazing program at gladiator they have three or four different gladiators now he's legendary and for him to ask me if unique wanted to move in next to his to the best martial arts academy in the state is so incredible like you're gonna walk in the doors and on one side you're gonna have world-class mixed martial arts athletes as well as kids and you know just just gonna have this whole community Right here and right next door, you're gonna have Train Unique with our athletes yeah. all underneath the same roof, and it's just a lot it's, of winners. It's increased, yeah, a lot of winners. But it's just incredible to mm-hmm. think about that combination and that our population is gonna be able to be included in that. I want to say it's one of the first of its kind. You know, they have yeah. some other small programs like Train Unique, but as far as like the partnership that we've that we're developing and the facility that we're gonna bring, mm-hmm. it's unlike any other. And I'm I'm so thrilled about it. Well, I want to hear a lot more about not only your new place, but kind of more if we can dive into what you do when you work with your your clientele and all. But before we do, Damon, we always stop and reflect back on an interview that we've done in the past. And this one, you might have heard of uh, Red LaRail. He owns Red's Health Club. And um, he kind of reminds me of you in a way that it sounds like you've envisioned what you want to do. And Rad has always envisioned the accomplishment of his goals. And that started when he was seven years old. And he put up pictures of Mr. America on his wow. bedroom wall. And he told everyone that came to his house that he would be Mr. America one day. And you may know this or not, but he did. He became I, Mr. Wow. America. This is way back. And he's just such an icon. But Red says it best. Everything I've ever wanted in life, I put a picture on the wall, 
and dared it not to show up. And so today, of course, he runs his dream club, which is like the largest and best in the South with approximately 13 to 16,000 members. And I think you might be nipping on his heels with what you're doing. <laughs> and Red is also one of Lafayette's biggest cheerleaders, which you'll hear in this clip. You can hear Red's interview and many others at discoverlafayette.net or by subscribing to Discover Lafayette wherever you get your podcast. And now let's take a listen to Red. So you grew up in New Orleans, but ended up here in Lafayette in the early 60s. What brought that about? Well, Mike Stansberry and I, I met Mike when I competed in my first Mr. New Orleans contest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a 14-year-old kid. And Mike brought a bodybuilder from Abbeville. The name was Refugee Hebert. <laughs> that wasn't his real name. It was Andrew Hebert. <laughs> but there's a story behind the refugee. <laughs> and uh, he had a tremendous set of arms. He was, he was great, great, great-looking guy. And I competed in there, and he competed, and I kind of met him then. And then when I came home after the military service, and this would have been in 1959, mm-hmm. to compete in the Mr. America, and I didn't win that year, but I met Mike at a weightlifting contest in Baton Rouge, and he said, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm in the military now, but I'll be out September 9th. And he said, you need a job? I said, sure. Yeah. So I ended up coming to work for Mike's gym in Lafayette. What was Lafayette like then? Well, I can tell you how I feel about Lafayette. Okay. The day I landed here was on Trans-Texas Airlines, and I didn't realize that day when I stepped on Lafayette ground, I stepped off in heaven. Oh, right. Oh, it's the greatest place in the world. People who live here, when they move away, because they're all excited, they're going to Dallas, they're going here, and you know the next exciting day in their life? When they move back. It's just a great place to live. Great place for families. Yes, yeah. and you don't have to drive too far from here to realize how great this place is. Welcome back to Discover Lafayette with Damon Vincent with um, Unique Fitness, which is being rebranded. Yes, so ma'am. let's talk about where you are now and tell us about the people that you help. Like I know Alice Landry reached out, but what are some of the, you know, your clients, uh, people that come to you, the people that you help, what are the kinds of people that you help, the ages, and, and what are you doing for them, with, yeah. the, with them? So we really have two populations that come and see us. We have on the more of the, the developmental side slash the cognitive side, this would be individuals with Down syndrome, autism spectrum disorder, cerebral palsy. And so this is more of the cognitive side. And then we also have what we call adaptive athletes. So this would be traumatic brain injury, spinal cord injury, amputee, cerebral palsy, right? Stuff like that. And then we have some people who have a combination of both, like Hugo. Hugo is both adaptive and cognitive, right? And so we really do focus more on, and we have a great and growing kids program, but we do tend to focus more on the adults and teens because we notice that as kids, there's a lot of opportunity for therapy, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of opportunity for interaction. There's a lot of opportunity for physical fitness or physical activity at school. It's after they graduate that the lack of opportunity starts to present itself. So that's where we come. And even in the high school, you know, they, they, fin- they get off of high school at 2.33 o'clock, what do they do with their afternoon, right? And so we provide 
opportunities for high school, kind of after school mm -hmm. age, as well as adults who maybe they did, they've been doing therapy their whole lives and they've kind of maxed therapy out. What do they do? We need to, we need to have people moving and being fit their entire lives. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we come in with a full on fitness program after therapy. And so you'll see both of these main populations. We have a big group program for the cognitive side that allows for a great hard workout, but also a high level of social involvement. These, uh -huh. these groups are anywhere between eight to 16. Sometimes everybody's just in there high five and hitting the weights together. Right. And so they are the, doing weights. They yeah. are like lifting oh, weights. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Yeah. And then on the adaptive side, because that side's a lot more nuanced, that one's more so personal training, one-on-one, mm -hmm. -on -one. just because, you know, you, 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 the, the, the saying is like, you meet somebody with special needs, you've met one, right? And so just the varying degrees of cerebral palsy, traumatic brain injury, spinal mm -hmm. cord injuries means that we really need to put our hands on them and develop a program specifically for them. So that's more so personal. What can they do? Like what, what does their body allow them to do to exercise? You know, what, what types of things can they do to, to become stronger? Anything we want. But a lot of, I'd say the biggest thing that's the most important thing is the resistance training. Um, and On machines? Not machines. So actually Free if you walk- weights? Yes. If you walked into our gym, you would see- no machines, really. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the reason for that is because the lack of the the lack of neuro engagement that you get, neuromuscular engagement that you get with machines. When you think about a machine, yeah, it's just automatic. It's just, like you're just, you just pushing. Yeah, right. So yeah. we have some things that mimic that. We call them jammer arms, right? Mm -hmm. But really and truly, we need to get them controlling free weights, mm -hmm. right? We need to get them. I need to put my hand on Hugo's ankle and make him push against me. Right and work all those little muscles. I need so to put he's my pushing hand. against himself. Too. Exactly. I need to yeah. put my hands on Hugo. I need to stretch him out. Right. So the biggest two things that we do is we get people stronger mm -hmm. through resistance training, and that's going to solve a lot of our problems. It's going to solve a lot of the independence problem if if they can get up and down off the floor, if they can yeah. get back in their chair. Right. If they can um, on on the cognitive side, if they can be physically fit enough to go to festivals, parades, all oh, those gosh. things. And right. Love. And so the resistance training is number one. And then number two would be the flexibility and the mobility big for our adaptive side so that we can prevent some of that atrophy in the muscles and stuff like I that. See. And then three would be the cardiovascular fitness, both for disease prevention. Uh-huh. Right, like that's a big thing in our population, especially with individuals with Down syndrome have a hard time controlling their weight. They get older, risk for diabetes is much higher. Mm -hmm. Cardio disease is much higher. And so the cardiovascular fitness for the prevention of disease and for the quality of life, again, being able to go on a bike ride with friends, right? Being able to yeah. bathe themselves, all those things. So the independence aspect from the cardio side is important. I saw on your, uh, I guess it was on Facebook, there was an, I don't want to say older woman, but seasoned. And she was standing up from her wheelchair and you had her push going Push-ups, Miss Darlene, I know the videos. And she was really doing it on her own though. Like she was using her own body weight and I'm using my arms here. Nobody can see me, but it was pretty profound that she was standing up and doing push-ups. It was push an incredible video. An yeah. incredible video. And that's, that's kind of to give you an idea of like the style of training. Like we could sit her down on the chest press machine at some other gym. It yeah. Just kinda right. But nothing. she's holding herself up. She's using her quads, she's using her hips, her core, 
everything and she is she's she's doing it you know mm-hmm. and we're knocking out a lot of muscles in that one movement you know and we try and make the training you know because people pay for the hour session i want them to get the yeah. best bang for their buck and so we try and try, try and be very time efficient independence but, but is priceless it is and miss Dar- miss darlene knowing that she was standing up holding herself doing that mm-hmm. is is incredible you know and is the mental side that we need I probably shouldn't ask this because I don't even know what the answer is. But I mean, does insurance cover these kind of things? You're helping people with diabetes and right. So that's something that we want to to get into that. And I think one day we will. Uh We're getting closer. We're in talks with some people about like providing train unique in the school Mm -hmm. system, like Mm -hmm. kind of replacing sort of. But right now, no, because we aren't therapists. And we make sure that people know we are not physical therapists. We are not occupational therapists. Any of those things. We are fitness professionals here to help you with your individual fitness levels. And so insurance isn't quite there yet, although we're behind the times and we should be. Because if if you invest some money in the fitness, then you can save some money in the long haul on some medical I think about all the health clubs. I mean, really, anybody that's working out is probably keeping themselves in a better shape. That's right. Both, you know, cardiovascular, stretching and all, than if they just didn't work out. Right. So So not yet, no insurance yet, but it's definitely something we want to, we want to get into. And Uh I think, uh, one day just, you know, part of the mission for me is making sure that as many people have access to it as possible. Yeah. And so whatever we have to do Mm -hmm. to make that happen, we'll do. Yeah. So, um, Tell me about dreams. You partnered with Danielle Watkins, a mutual right. friend of ours, who I really haven't seen in a while. I knew she would um, love to be on on the podcast. Well, she's going to be on soon because awesome. I called her when I told her I was interviewing you, and I knew Logan from way back. I met him. I think he has spina bifida. That's right. And there's no finer human being or funnier, cuter guy. <laughs> yeah, he's the than Logan. Right. Yeah. But I, he's got. I mean, he was born with spina bifida, so right. he had some challenges. Most of us. Can never imagine, That's but right. you guys are, are partners, right? That's t- right. T- tell me about dreams and what, how did that all play out together? Yeah, so uh, I must have been 18 or 19 years old working at the UFC gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what is that? Right next to, it used to be next to Shinto behind that Jimmy John's on Ambassador oh, Caffrey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so um, I was there doing general population fitness, you know, kids wrestling class. And mm-hmm. Danielle's sister, Monique, and I went to U- were at UL together at the time. And I think they had asked the UFC gym to do something for their camp, right? And so UFC gym did it, and it was awesome. And then she asked Monique to ask me if I would continue doing something for the Dream Foundation, some sort of boxing class, right? So I'll never forget it. I'd said, sure, why not? I had never really done anything. I was, I had done some mentoring and stuff in high school for some mm-hmm. individuals with special needs, but no like formal fitness, right? So we decided to do a dreams boxing class and <laughs> it was, <laughs> I don't want to call it a disaster. Yeah. Right, it's interesting because any day is special, but it was and interesting. On the floor, like. Well, what? no, no. They were standing? Standing or in their chairs. Logan? Hit, hitting in the back. His chair. In his chair. His hitting chair. the back, right? And But it was just, I was trying to teach them combos. And again, brand new. Well, you were learning. I was learning. And so we said, okay, we're going to change this to a fitness class. Yeah. That I started to figure out. I started to figure out what they needed, what they can do. Animal movements, bear crawls, crab walks, stuff like that. They're into that. Obstacle courses, stuff like that. Absolutely. So we started to figure this out. We started doing a class every Friday. At 3 or 4 p.m., Dreams Fitness class. Well, the UFC gym ended up closing down, and I moved to Head Kicks, Mixed Martial Arts on Johnson uh-huh. Street. We started up a Tuesday class. That class filled up. 
uh, started doing personal training. So I started learning more about the adaptive side, started uh-huh. personal training Logan and Scott Bertle, who's a body, a wheelchair bodybuilder. I mean, the dude uh-huh. is, he's buff. So started filling up and we started a Wednesday class, boom, filled up. And all through these years in that five or so year time frame, we would do Camp Unique, which is where Unique got its name. Yeah, yeah. We would do Camp Unique, a summer camp for individual special needs, the only one in Lafayette now. 70 to 100 individuals wow. with special needs. Huge. The blast. We would do it at That's the Bayou Church. Yes. And so every we're summer, we were at the Bayou. Every summer, we would do a big summer camp and I would go and run the fitness for it. Right. And so Danielle and I have been working together for five, six years. August 2020 comes around and mm-hmm. um, COVID, mid COVID, right? Gyms are shut down. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do. And Danielle said, Hey, if you want your own spot, we'll help you get it. I was, you know, 20, 23, 24, whatever. And so the Dreams Foundation helped us secure a wow. spot. She's incredible. Hel- helped us get in there. And, uh, and in turn, we got Unique Fitness off the ground in there. And then they still, it's still the Dreams Foundation facility as well. And mm-hmm. so they use it for their art program every Friday afternoon, right after we're done with class, we roll the mats up and they do art. Any meetings they need to do there, cheer practice, mm-hmm. anything like that, they use the facility for that. So we couldn't, Unique would not be here without, without, them. without Dreams. Not to mention, as we kind of talked about my wife, well, Catherine, uh, my you wife, met her, right? My wife, Dude. Catherine, the very first fitness class ever mm-hmm. put on, you know, Dreams Fitness class. I met her and uh, we ended up getting married. And She's beautiful. Uh, I saw her pictures. Oh, thank you. Thank so you. now you two have three little people. Three, that's right. Just yes, a right. new one, right? A three-week-old. That's right. Three-week-old Charlotte, my little yeah. girl. So, Gosh. Uh, so yeah, this, completely changed my life. Top to this bottom. location was the Vera... School, School location. So everybody's moving That's right. To we're, all, we're all moving to Digby. And... Uh, we're forever indebted mm-hmm. to dreams. And so they will always have a spot to do mm-hmm. art classes, cheer practice, support groups, mm-hmm. meetings, whatever, whatever they need, whatever mm-hmm. they need. And so uh, they're going to come with us. And um, it's cool to be on the other side now, like unique is a f- fully functioning business and we can give back by allowing the dreams foundation to yeah. use it whenever they want. No questions asked, Yeah, you know, and it'll be that way forever so uh right. we're, we're thankful to be on the other side and being able to help them out yeah as, as, as much as they helped us out i thought with your interview it'd be a good time to let danielle speak because she's been working on this for at least as long as i've known her to build opportunities for kids with special needs way beyond the fitness just Absolutely. opportunities in life so going back to you i was looking i've always heard about the special olympics <laughs> and you guys had the unique the Olympics. Olympics. So That's the right, kids, were the, uh, not kids, I guess your, clients. you know, people, clients were competing to see who was the best That's, and the strongest. Like right. what, what did they do? What kind of competition? So we had three categories. So we had the unique fitness competition, which is our standard group fitness. They did squats for time, push-ups, no squats, deadlifts for time. Farmers carries. We had I saw a, some of the pictures. Yeah, I mean, people were yeah, like, yeah, Charlie Weber. I think it. she had twenty five or thirty pounds in each hand, and she was That's just running with them, running and just and so whoever can get the most rounds, right? Um, farmers carries. I can't remember rows. Just a bunch of different exercises, and basically we'd put them all in the document, score it, mm-hmm. and whoever was the fittest, right? First, men's, women's, first, second, third. Group fitness. I mean, winner. was it cutthroat? It was pretty. Were they pretty, pretty cutthroat? Oh, it was serious. Yeah. I mean, so speaking of know. cutthroat, and then we had <laughs> uh, martial arts because we have a unique no. we have a unique martial arts program that I teach, 
And I mean, I teach them, it's an advanced program. So, you know, obviously it's individuals that we know respect what we teach them. But I mean, we teach them legit submissions, chokes, yeah. arm bars, takedowns, and and a bunch of submissions. Takedowns. I mean, What's a submission? A submission is, is when you make somebody tap. Like, like I'm like giving a up? Lock, like an arm lock uh-huh. or a choke that makes <gasps> somebody tap. And that means? That means it's over. Over. That means I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, the flag goes up. So, yeah. So we had like multiple submissions in the tournament. And I, I, I won when I was an amateur fighter. I won an amateur title, amateur belt, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the grand champion belt. So the winner of the whole thing gets wow. gets the grand champion belt. So, but I mean, serious, beautiful moves, real skill. Uh-huh. And then we had a powerlifting competition as well. We have a powerlifting program. And the reason we have the powerlifting program is because two of my coaches are nationally ranked, incredible. Like we're talking like six, seven, 800 pound squats, like wow. serious. Um, and they have a passion for it. And the Special Olympics has a big powerlifting community in Lafayette hmm. or in Louisiana. And so our team trains as a powerlifting team and they can go compete in these tournaments wherever. Um, and so we had those three categories and it was just an insane, insane yeah. day. Uh, they were pushing each other, you know, really, really working hard. And it's cool because a lot of our parents, a lot of our individuals have caretakers. And so I don't really get to see a lot of their parents. A lot of their parents don't really, you know, know what we're doing. Well, when they come to the Olympics, they're like, oh my gosh, this is and I'm like, no, we're not, we're not playing patty cake over here. Like no, this, this is, is real competition. This is for real. And they're watching yeah. their, their child do this. And they're like, this is insane. Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen them work this hard. I've never seen them push themselves like that, you know, really, really want something. And so it's a beautiful day for the individuals, the parents, us as coaches mm-hmm. to remind us why, why we do what we do. You're so young. I mean, how old are you? 26. Yeah. I mean, think about what you're doing, Damon. To, to affect lives. Yeah. I mean, yeah, can I you talk, that. can you say how you feel about that? You know? Well, I could tell you that I feel older than 26. You do? <laughs> I do. <laughs> three, three kids in a business, you know. Yeah. Uh, and three, a, new, a car, and you're heading out three to Utah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you got a lot going on. A lot going on. So I feel a little older than 26, but I just, uh, I was blessed to find my calling mm. at an early age. And once, um, once kind of like the fire got lit, for for what I'm doing, I just yeah, like would I have liked to not start a business at 23, 22, and travel, do whatever? Sure, but it's my calling. It's what I was like. It was what I was put here to do. I was put here to get my wife and my kids to heaven first, mm-hmm. second to make sure every unique individual in the country has access to train unique. And third, to win some fights. Like, that's why I was put here. And that's the three things that I wake up in the so morning cool. thinking about, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I just, I, I'm blessed to, like, we've, the life that we've been given to do this. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not taking it for granted. You're and lucky I'm, that your mate, you know, your wife is on board with oh, all, all this. Oh, all the way, all the way yeah. on board. So, uh, yeah, the sacrifices that she's had to make, you know, the first few, the first year or two, of working at Unique, I was still, you know, it's a brand new business. I was still having to train some general population clients to make sure bills were paid. Yeah. I was getting to work at, you know, four or 5 a.m., doing Unique during the day, training clients. And like, I was not home between mm-hmm. like 5 a.m. and 8 p.m. Oh, wow. For a couple of years, you know. Yeah. And she, she just, she knew, knew that it was our calling. Yeah. So, well, you found time to compete too. And 
I have to laugh. You were thinking I knew <laughs> what MM was. MMA. And I, MMA, MMA. And I had to yeah. look it up and I still bungled it in the introduction. But talk about that as we close out because you're you're a champion. I was an amateur. I was an amateur champion. Yes, ma'am. Now I'm now I'm pro. Yeah. And so um uh yeah, I'm currently competing um in the professional, like regional, you know, south south regional scene. Well tell us what um, that is though for other people like Yeah, me, so mixed martial arts is it's sometimes known as cage fighting. If you've ever heard of UFC, UFC Ultimate Fighting Championship is like the big the highest level of MMA. But it is boxing kickboxing, wrestling, so it's jujitsu. It's it's everything. Feet, elbows, elbows, knees. But you're not like wrestling on the ground. You it's, are. You are you're doing everything. 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 Yeah, mixed martial arts. So you can you come out, you you wear four ounce gloves with fingers exposed. That's all? So that's all. So that you no can No head gear? No head gear. They well, don't kick you in the head though. They can. Oh yeah, my you, it's it's at at the at the pro level Everything is legal besides, you know. Because you just competed, you said, and you I don't did. have a mark on <laughs> I got, I got I, lucky I got a first-round submission uh, last Saturday. But, um, but, yeah, so it's all the arts put together. You can punch, kick, knee, elbow. You can take down. You can submit. You can do ground and pound. You can do anything you want. Um, and I don't know. I just think that, you know, unique is such a fine art. And don't get me wrong, it's beautiful, but it's such a – I guess a nuance that I have that side of me, mm -hmm. that that itch that still needs to be scratched on the other side of me. Yeah, you know, it probably gets out a lot of that. It does, and so you know, not tension, but just, I just you've got I need, a lot going on. I need it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I need it, and uh, and so for me, just personally as a man, like I have to, I have to be competing in that way. I have to be pushing mm -hmm. my body the farthest that I can go personally, but also like I ask our athletes that unique. To do a lot of crazy stuff. For them, huh? And I, yeah, I wouldn't, I need to lead from the front. Mm -hmm. And I realize that I need to be training as hard as I possibly can. I need to be competing at a high level. I need to be pushing myself, you know, and, and leading from the front. And it's, it's a lifestyle, you know? Um, and like this past Saturday, I was the main event in Lafayette at the Hyman Center. And all of our, right you know, down the street. yeah, a bunch of our clients came out. And so Aww. I got, I was like, Hey, you know, all, everybody who came to support me, y'all come up in the cage and we'll get a big picture. And like, just seeing them like mm -hmm. come up in the cage and, and get a picture all together, you know, like me as their coach, them as my clients, like it was, it was so special, so you know? Meaningful. And so being able to represent the unique community mm -hmm. as, as a fighter, you know, and now somebody who's like started gaining, gaining some steam, you know, gaining yeah. some recognition is, uh, is special to me. If you can define for us, how should we refer to someone? You, you've said special needs and unique. What is the most um, respectful and appropriate way to refer to someone that may have some physical or, or mental challenges? Yeah, well, the way the way you've done it has been beautiful. So very, very good job. But the most important thing is we want to use like person first language, right? So we don't want, we don't want to say a special needs individual or an autistic okay. individual or you know, uh, ampute, you know, so we use an individual with special needs, right? Some in conversation, when it starts flowing, we use the term unique. We kind of term that. And sometimes you'll see like KLFY channel 10, KATC, KDN 15. They even started using the term unique, which we're kind of proud like to have, to have yeah. coined that. And it's just because it rolls off the tongue a lot easier than individuals mm -hmm. with special needs do. Um, but individuals with special needs or unique can be used interchangeable. We just like 
unique because that at the end of the day is what you know, not less, more, they're unique. They're we're just all different. Unique. Yeah, we're all unique. We all have challenges. They're just different. And so I think unique is the perfect term mm-hmm. to describe those individuals without having to say individuals with special needs every <laughs> every time, you know. And so but either of those, as long as it's mainly you know, person first language and you're to good. train unique. Now, how can people find out more as we wind this down? Like for people that are listening and going, wow, I have a family member or myself. Yeah, yeah. So we have uh, our Facebook page is really awesome. We do all of our first day flexes on there uh, when somebody comes to the gym. And what's it under? It's Unique Health and Fitness. And it's going to stay like that? It'll, it'll It'll change to Train Unique. Laugh yet? Okay. Here in a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, unique health and fitness, and then on Instagram we're training unique laugh yet currently, mm-hmm. um, and then our website is uh, fitnessforspecialneeds.com. Yeah. Yeah, and then we have a YouTube channel as well with a lot of cool interviews. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So if you look up unique health and fitness, you'll see our logo. But we have a lot of cool interviews and uh-huh. testimonials and training videos, like how we train individuals with special needs, some educational stuff. Yeah. Uh, we have all that on the YouTube channel, so we'd love it. Damon, check it out. I want to thank you for taking time today. I mean, I'm honored. Thank you. It was it was I'm great really talking honored. to you, and I hope that uh, together we hopefully inspired some people. I to hope get out we there. inspired people, and I hope that if one person is touched that didn't know about you and what you offer, think about that life. You know, that individual life that's yeah. unique. Well, we're ready for them. We'll 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 give them the best that we can do. Yeah, Damon Vincent, thank you, and check out. Train Unique of Lafayette, and uh, look forward to hearing much more about you. I want to thank our listeners for taking the time and the effort to follow Discover Lafayette. I'm so grateful for you. And I want to thank our sponsors. I want to thank Home Bank and also Raider, and in particular, Jason Sikora, that mixes our podcast. Thank you so much for listening. On behalf of Discover Lafayette, this is Jan Swift. <laughs>